and I think I see the live button. Let me just see this. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another week of The Present Show. Uh, we have special guest today, Yvonne. Thanks for, for being on the show. Good to have Excellent. you. Thanks for having me. Lele is, might be joining a bit later, maybe not, but if he is, then we'll welcome him. So let's get started. Right? If you have any comments or anything, you can leave them below and let's, let's do it. Yvonne, so tell us who you are and where did you hear about mindfulness or what do you think about mindfulness? Excellent. So thank you for having me. I am Yvonne Kalo. I'm the vice president for our hybrid services, uh, global GSO, right? Our service uh, organizations that we are pulling together. Um, I heard about mindfulness actually sponsored by Martin. So I was in a New York City uh, all-in-person Martin leadership meeting. And I also knew about it from working with Laurence in my prior role of resiliency, but I had never experienced it until the Martin meeting. And Martin had Laurence starting us every morning prior, so it was on the agenda for those that wanted to come at seven in the morning and Laurence brought forward um, and took us through a mindfulness session, explaining it and helping us to do our first session ever. And I did it for two days there. She did it again in another session. So uh, if you know Laurence, uh, she is now our general manager of our cloud migration factory. But prior year, last year, she and I worked very closely in resiliency. So I know her well, and I wanted to be supportive when I saw that she was on the agenda doing something. And in the end, you know, I went thinking I was supporting Laurence, but Really, she gave me something invaluable. She introduced me something. You know, it's one thing to read it, but to sit there and experience it and to have her with her very soothing voice kind of walk you through. Now you're going to close your eyes, fold your hands, right? Full circle, the explanation. And she is really just giving it back, right? Because she got it from the team of Sunobi, which this is a very meditation and the mindfulness is very big for our teams in India. Right. And that's who introduced her to it. And now she's introducing it. And of course, IBM as a company is investing in it and is, you know, a lot of the wikis, the communities, et cetera. But I will say for me, reading it and saying, oh, that's interesting, I'd like to do it versus experiencing it and having somebody walk you through it. So if you're invited to a session, even if it's virtual, I really would encourage you to do it because to experience it really is the full, how do I, you know, is this for me? I don't think I'm good at it. I'm still working at it. And I certainly am not doing it um, every day the way I'd like to be. That was my goal. I am not there. Um, I was telling Patrick a little bit. So part of my desire, and I, I know my meetings and my days start too early. So they just did one virtually like every day for 8 a.m., there isn't an 8 a.m. in my days that I don't have a call. So that didn't work for me. So for me, I'm looking for, I know for me, my personality, I need to do it at the end of the day. So I'm trying to do that. I lay in bed and I do this like before I go to bed to kind of just slow down from the whole day. And we all have our very hectic days, et cetera. So like anything, a buddy system is huge. So I'm really trying to get my husband bought in to do it. And interestingly, he really struggles with sleeping. And one of the things that Laurence talked about was you can't change what happened in the past. So worrying about it really can't change it or affect it. And you can't worry about 
what's going to happen in the future. You really have to live in the moment. And the more you can do that, and the more you can give your brain that calm, that time, because there's so many thoughts and work going on, both consciously and unconsciously that we don't even realize, um, the healthier you will be. And I know on those days when I find that time and I do it, I definitely feel much calmer, like I'm in control of myself, my decisions, my destiny. So I have really listened to that and now trying to figure out how to do that at the end of my day um, with my husband, because it's much easier. I think if you do, I know like Laurence has a whole room and a little sign and her family knows not to bother her. Um, for me, I'm trying to look for somebody who's going to say, hey, we need to do this, make, you know, a habit and we, we get into doing it. So um, I also had a really um, crazy personal emergency uh, two weeks ago where my brother-in-law found out he had a growth on a pituitary gland around the brain. And so for me, the best thing I could give him was to share with him mindfulness. He's a lawyer. Um, He were, you know, I think I'm a workaholic. He's crazy, crazy traveling all the time. And so for me, the best and greatest gift I felt I could give him was to introduce him to mindfulness because it's clear his brain needs to rejuvenate and, you know, he has to learn how to give that time back to his brain. So I'm seeing more and more um, cases where I believe when applied can make a difference. So it's sponsored by our company. You see a lot of companies now sponsoring it. And I'm really trying to do my best to figure out how to do that for me. Um, And when I do, I see a difference. Absolutely. Um, And so I am very grateful to Laurence for, you know, obviously to the company for supporting us. And there's a lot of different sessions that you can sign up and a lot of good material. I bought the Mindfulness for Dummies 101 book, you know, the yellow with the black. I mean, I even did the outside reading, et cetera. So it is interesting. It's amazing the data points and the proof points that they have behind it. I know people get skeptical and everything. I think the first time we did it, my husband's like, all right, let's try this. So the next day he was like, are you putting that music thing on again? And I was like, wow, that's just the very next day. So, um, yeah. Do you feel silly about it? Maybe, maybe, do I think I'm not good at it? You know, I think Laurence asked if anyone felt like an outer experience or I've never gotten there. I'm not there. I don't feel that I'm that good, but I really, no, my mind's going a mile a minute. So for me, just slowing it down some is way better than not doing it at all. So that's kind of been my journey, how I was introduced, what I'm trying to do to be more successful at it, but totally bought into it and trying to figure out how to make it work um, on a more regular basis. And you, you have uh, a lot of, uh, you're talking about the buddy system and how it it's a lot better if you could experience it firsthand and talk to people and have questions answered. You have teams, many teams that are under you and that you support and work with. Have you given any thought or tried any, any way or means to try to bring it to them or support them in, in yeah, their own? It's a really good question. For me, it's a very much a personal choice on if you want to do it. And I have to be honest, I sometimes need to balance that because I'm a VP. If I talk about it, then they feel they have to do it. And I really believe you have to want to do it. So I've referenced more in sharing my experience. I talk to people individually, one-on-one. I haven't done anything as a team. 
I also don't think I'm good at talking somebody through it, right? So Tara Laurence have run some virtual sessions, which you can sign up for. So I'm encouraging my team to go to those, but I haven't led and I have consciously not tried to push the do this or this as a topic for my teams, but rather relied on the work IBM is doing. And you were saying that IBM is spawning it and they're more supportive of it. Why do you think it's important nowadays in the workplace? Well, I think that IBM and all of the corporations are really starting to understand the rate and pace at which we're going. If you think about, you know, and Ginny has some of these stats more because of the world we're in of technology, right? How many people have touched their phone before their feet have even hit the ground? I don't remember the number, but it's like, it's Google it. I mean, it's, it's crazy, right? We're looking at that technology before we're even out of bed. I think I'm guilty because they turn my alarm off, but I don't think I look at mail until after I showered. At least I try not to. So um, with all of the technology and the way that there isn't, we don't ever turn off. Um, I do think it's more important that we schedule that shutdown or that rejuvenation um, because otherwise that time that is more, it's more difficult to do in the world of technology that we have today. Do you think it's possible to find or have technology create that mindfulness for us. I know there's more applications now. I mean, thanks to technology like this, we can communicate and talk about this. But I, I definitely agree with you that we're, we're running on this autopilot, these habits of waking up, checking our phone, constantly checking it, running, and, and we're, we totally lose presence and interaction with other human beings, with our clients, with our teams. And in my understanding, mindfulness will make you more aware of that, right? how you are in those situations and how you're interacting with others in those situations. But do you see a place for technology helping people to become more aware? Conscious of that. So it's interesting, right? Apple in their release is starting to give data points, you know, for those of us that are IBMers and type A personalities data drives us. So when I get a scorecard and you think about it, right? Your Fitbit, even the health activity that we do, the more we all kind of get very competitive. And when you start to see that data, it adjusts your behavior. So I do think that that technology will come. Um, There's also more and more in the market, right? So uh, it was just Father's Day. There are all these, uh, there's a list of gadgets, right? That you can get your dad or your father. So of course I go through it because my husband's a big gadget guy and uh, he had a lot of them. And one of them that was on there, I think it's Duda, D-O-D-U, D-U-D-O. It's literally a disc, a round little disc that sits on the nightstand and shows a blue light and you breathe to it, right? Your inhale, your exhales. Again, focused on that slowing down, thinking about what you're doing um, and focusing on the breathing so your mind's not doing all the other thinking. So I'm also, I think uh, Google or iHome sends, puts something together that sits by your bike. So So I think the data, I think the more that we're conscious about it, of course, if people can make money off of it, they're gonna, right? Right. Which, okay, but if that helps us all to be in that better place and to do that practice, for me, those are all good things, right? I've consciously, and I think, Laurent's talked about this, right? And I guess I don't always tie it back to because I'm doing mindfulness, but when I go to dinner now with my husband, we don't, the phones are not on the table, right? Excellent. Until dessert, I'll give the, <laughs> we're not 100% there, but 
we're consciously trying to make that effort of putting that technology aside um, and focusing on the moment and the people and being there. And same with the kids and family. When my kids come home, um, interestingly, my daughter's more about it. Phones down. So, um, and I don't think she's doing mindfulness, but they all know I'm doing it. And it's interesting. They're kind of watching, but they haven't picked it up. So I think the more people do it, the more accepted it is. I think you also see it come more through social and, and day-to-day activities. Right. And also the more we, we don't use the technology, we become more aware of the technology and we appreciate it more. So when we do use it, we, we really use it for good use, right? We're, we're fully engaged with it and making the best use of technology. Sure. So at the end of the show each week, uh, we do like a mindful minute, uh, okay. a practice that uh, we'll do with everyone who's, who's listening. And since you were talking about the, the sphere that, that does the inhale and exhale, I think we, we can do that for a minute. Just uh, everyone can, can close their eyes and then we'll do some counted breathing. I'll count to seven and then we'll exhale counting the seven and, and we'll do that for about a minute. So get comfortable. If you're driving right now, then don't necessarily close your eyes. <laughs> Good advice. And just become first aware of your own breath. Don't try to change it, elongate it or anything. Just observe the inhale and the exhale. And I'll take one or two deep breaths. And everyone take a deep breath, inhale as much as you can. And exhale everything you have. And inhale for seven seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale for seven seconds. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhale. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Inhaling and exhaling on your own. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you so much, Yvonne, for being with us, for sharing your story, for giving everyone some nice insights. Thanks, Thanks everyone for watching and have a mindful day. Take care.